time for another episode of The Back to Basics Kitchen, sponsored by Miller's Greenhouse. We're so glad you've tuned in. Here, we hope to encourage you with shortcuts, tips, and skills for a healthy whole food lifestyle. We want you to enjoy getting in there, making mistakes, and playing with your food. Now, please welcome our hostess, Donna Miller. Welcome once again to the Back to Basics Kitchen. I'm glad to be with you. Sorry I've missed a couple weeks there. Um, moving over to the new station, we've kind of missed some episode uploads in time. My usual evening is Tuesday evening, 8 o'clock Eastern, half an hour. So there you go. So if you can tune in live. But what's always great is once that link is out there, the show's recorded and you can listen to it at your leisure. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, so you can find us a few different places. I'm Donna Miller, and I'm glad that you're in the kitchen with me. Maybe you're not really in the kitchen, but this is the Back to Basics Kitchen, formerly known as Encouragement in the Kitchen, but we've rebranded it because we need to get back to some basics. Um, I was not raised in the kitchen. I was raised in the freezer and the microwave. <laughs> so, um, a lot of people probably are struggling if you're trying to cook healthier food, trying to maintain your budget, trying to figure out how to grow food and use it. These are a lot of basic items that we kind of got away from in the last couple of decades. And I've spent the last over a decade, at least 15 years, working on getting back to as basic as possible. Singular ingredients, building a pantry that is there when the weather doesn't permit you to get to the store or the stores are out. And going from the garden, how to make it last longer, those kind of things. So today we're going to talk about something that's kind of seasonal. It's the end of September, we're coming into the fall, October, and a lot of my favorite things to work with are in season. So we're going to talk about some of those basic singular ingredients and what to do with them. Here's a tip. When you buy in season, a couple of things are really happening. One, you're getting the lowest price possible because it's a more prolific harvest uh, for your area. And two, you are also nourishing your body the way it's designed for that time of year. You'll notice that certain foods have maybe a higher vitamin C or vitamin A content this time of year. You may have um, more satiating properties to some of the foods this time of year because it's getting colder, but they may not be as high in fat because they're, they're you know, like heavy roughage, heavy um, fiber, and they'll fill you up and warm you up because it's what's needed at this time of year. So not only are you saving some money because you're getting foods that are already more in abundance, you are also providing your body with some of the things that it needs for maybe the colder or darker time of year for most people if it's fall. Now, if you're on the other side of the globe and you're hearing this, October might not be your fall. You may be looking at it in April. But for the most part, I think most of our listeners are on um, in America, in American time. And if, unless you're in California or Florida, you're probably going to be facing some colder areas. What's really interesting is even though Florida has a warmer and California have a warmer climate, the coldest time of year for the nation, your produce that you produce the most, uh, citrus, is in season. High vitamin C. So... 
it's cool how everything was designed to work real well for certain times of the year. So I'm going to go through some of my favorite super fall foods. They're, they're super because they're high in nutrition, but they're also super because they're just so much fun to work with. I'm going to give you some ideas of what to do with them. Um, hopefully give you an idea of how to store it long term so that you can enjoy it even when it's gone out of season just a little bit longer and how to use it as its most basic item with other basic ingredients. So in other words, although this is not a fall item, you're not going to get your blueberries from a blueberry Pop-Tart or from a blueberry muffin because neither of them are real blueberries. You're not going to be buying that item in the store. You'll be doing something with the actual blueberry. Although, I digress, that's not even a fall food. So we're going to talk about the real fall food, what to really do with it here. Number one for across the nation, really, whether you're on the East Coast in the Carolinas or on the West Coast in Oregon, fall is apple time. <laughs> not hammer time, apple time. Apples are in season in the fall. You'll notice the prices are probably dropping in the grocery store. Now, apples are one of the dirty dozen. So you, tr when you can, try to find um, the organic, you know, the ones that are not sprayed with the chemicals, there are some really um, hazardous chemicals that are sprayed on apples. In the past, it was arsenic, which I don't even really have to exp explain that one to you. Um, so you want to try to get your absolute um, organic when it comes to apples. But of course, if you can pick them yourself and you know the grower and you know what they put on them, which a lot of people a lot of people do, um, you can you can avoid that. So you want to avoid the culprits of pesticides um, as much as possible. But what can you do with apples when they're coming out of the um, grocery store? Well, you can definitely soak them and wash them as much as possible. Remove as much wax as possible because that's what holds a lot of the chemicals on there. Uh, with a with a scrubby pad and some baking powder, no, baking soda, that's what I meant, um, and just scrub off as much of the wax as possible, and then peel them. That's going to be your best bet to remove as much chemicals as possible if you cannot buy organic. And of course, if you buy organic, you are good to go. One of my favorite things to do with apples is dehydrate them. Slice them e evenly in all sizes, so where they're all the same width, like a quarter of an inch thick. Dip them in the some water with a little bit of lemon juice in it. That'll keep them from turning dark brown. And then when you're ready to dehydrate them, pull them out of the water, lay them out. And overnight, you end up with these wonderful chips of apples. Now, of course, that's great to eat, but you can then store them in a glass jar and use them in dozens of different apple things. Um pies, uh, cobblers, all kinds of different things. So apples are something that you can take into the next season. Now, of course, if you've got them fresh, you can eat them fresh, of course, or bake them. You can split it and put some brown sugar, butter, and vanilla extract, drizzle it over the top, bake them, uh, top with some fresh rolled oats, and get them crisp, maybe some nuts. Notice I haven't mentioned a single brand name or a single uh, packaged food. These are all individual real items. So let me encourage you, you can make some of the things that you think you have to buy already made super easy 
half the price with real items. Your body will be very thankful for that. Okay, another one of my favorite fall foods, uh, and it's just, it's kind of a prolific thing, is pumpkin. I know. Pumpkin is a big flavor for fall, and a lot of people get a little over over crazy with it. Most of what we think of as pumpkin, you're actually tasting the spices, such as clove, cinnamon, uh, some of those things that are, are, you know, typical pumpkin spices, but they may not actually be the pumpkin. Well, pumpkin can be used in a lot of different ways. You can make it into a nice creamy soup with a, either a chicken or a vegetable base and just a little bit of either nut milk or um, regular milk and just puree it and season it as you would normally like a, a peanut, sorry, not a peanut butter pie. Wow. Pumpkin pie with with all of the different spices of ginger and nutmeg and cinnamon and don't forget a little dash of salt maybe a little brown sugar just to taste and have a great warm high fiber and very filling food for pennies now of course you can use those spices in a lot of different things they don't have to be just in pumpkin one of my other favorites is butternut squash which you know can resemble a pumpkin those are very great to work with. It's also a fall food because most of your large gourd and pumpkin type uh, gourds are coming into harvest right now. And butternut squash is another one. You can cut them into cubes. You peel the flesh off of the outside, cut them into big chunky cubes, put a little bit of coconut oil in the bottom of a baking dish, throw the cubes on top, sprinkle with a tad bit of garlic, and some cinnamon. I know that sounds like a weird combination, but trust me. And a little bit of salt, and you roast them in the oven, tossing them upon occasion. And they are very good, very tasty, and they're a wonderful side dish. Again, full with a lot of vitamin A, a lot of vitamin C, very high in fiber, and it was in season. Alright, I've gone to one, two, three of them so far, and there's so many more that are coming uh, out this time of year. I want to try to get to as many as possible. Brussels sprouts. I know, it's a veggie, but I love them. I don't like them boiled, I don't like them frozen, I don't, they get gushy and they're like nasty little baby cabbages. But if you get them fresh, when it's the time of year to get them fresh, they're Easy to fix, just like I told you to do the um, butternut squash. All you have to do is split them down the middle and roast them with a little bit of oil and some seasoning, usually just some real fresh crushed garlic, and then maybe dust it with some Parmesan cheese afterward in some coconut oil. Um, roast them in the coconut oil. Very good. They have a good texture when they've been roasted fresh versus boiled to death out of a frozen bag. I bet if you've never eaten a fresh uh, Brussels sprout, you're probably not a big fan. But let me tell you, if you will switch to fresh ones, you're going to be a lot happier with trying these out. It's it's worth a try. I think you should do it. Um, parsnips are another thing that's coming in season now. Again, it's a root vegetable. Um, you can roast them just like the others. 
um, chop them up and roast them. It is high in potassium, which is really good and definitely needed for um, the darker winter days. Um, I, I didn't go into the other food. The broccoli is very high in vitamin K. Um, not broccoli. Brussels sprouts very high in vitamin K. And, um, but back onto parsnips, they have a little bit of a, a well, of course they look like a carrot, but they have a little bit of a sweeter flavor, almost nutty. Um, you can even use them in place of parts of potatoes, um, make them into soups and extend the, the, the frothiness or the creaminess of the soup without adding extra fat from cream. And it ups the fiber content because as most root vegetables, it's high in fiber. So now we're getting into some fruits. Uh, some of the best fruits to come in season right now are pears. Pears become prolific. They start falling off the tree. These can be baked they can be eaten raw, of course. They're very high in vitamin C, and they're, of course, a very high fiber food. So, again, a nice filling food. Pears are easy to can. They're also easy to just simply flavor for a little bit of difference. So, here's a great, quick, healthy dessert. You can take some cinnamon and some stevia and put it in a canning jar, slice open a pear, you can peel it if you'd like, but definitely take the core out and sink that down in the in the canning jar and then fill with water. Refrigerate for a couple of days and when you pull it out, you have a nice infused pear slice, which you can top with just a little bit of, of grated cheese or some um, goat cheese and nuts and just bake it in the oven just for a little bit till everything warms up and melts. It's extremely rich, really good, and you've used a seasonable fruit as a dessert instead of maybe some of your high sugar go-to items. Cauliflower is another wonderful thing that comes in season this year. Cauliflower can be used to mimic and take the place of mashed potatoes to avoid high starch items. Um, it has a compound within it because it's a cruciferous vegetable that helps to combat cancer. It will help lower your cholesterol. Again, another high vitamin C food. Your body needs extra vitamin C during the dark days, the cold days of winter. So it's great that this is in season. It's not by accident. But there are a few different ways you can do cauliflower. You can, of course, boil it and then blend it and mash it nice and creamy like mashed potatoes. Season as you would normal mashed potatoes. Or in our case, I'm a big, <laughs> I'm obviously a big vegetable roasting fan. Roast it and with some coconut oil and sprinkle it with garlic salt and at the end some Parmesan cheese. Again, it's a great way. Even my kids will eat this because roasted it has a far better texture than boiled. We're going to take a real quick break because we're right in the middle of the show and I'm going to get a word in from our sponsors and then we're going to come back and finish up a few of my most favorite fall foods and some ideas of how to use them. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Here's how you can save $10 on the mill of your choice. Go to millersgrainhouse.com forward slash store and use the promo code radio at checkout. That's R-A-D-I-O at checkout. Or you can call 828 536 
888-447-4988 during weekday business hours and get the same savings by phone. Either way, your order is shipped to your door without shipping charges. Remember, you can go to millersgrainhouse.com forward slash store or call 828-536-4988 and use the promo code RADIO. Are you looking to have ducks, geese, chickens? Boy, do we have something to share with you. Stop by ranch-coop.com. These folks build some of the most beautiful handcrafted coops for small areas as well as the farm. They are so easy to put together. It took us less than an hour and they're shipped right to your door. Stop by ranch-coop.com. Wonderful people to deal with. Beautiful coops that you can use for backyard and homestead fowl. Ranch-coop.com. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine, encouraging, empowering, and enriching your journey. All right, thank you for staying tuned to the Back to Basics Kitchen here with me. I'm going through some of my favorite foods for fall. Say that 10 times fast. Fall is my favorite baking time. It's my favorite time to experiment with food. Maybe it's just because the days are shorter. I'm not outside as much because it's colder. But it is one of my favorite times to experiment with different foods. And usually it's fall foods. So on with the show here, sweet potatoes. I cannot wait for when these come into season because not only are they a great just almost meal in and of themselves, they're much higher in fiber, they're much uh, more nutritionally dense than the white potatoes, they have a less of an impact on your blood sugar, go figure, even though they're a sweet potato, because they're so high in um, fiber. They don't impact your blood sugar. They don't spike it so badly. It's a great source of vitamin A. Again, it's an anti-inflammatory for your body. So you like those achy joints and things of winter. It helps to soothe those. High in iron. So if you're not eating a lot of meat, this helps to replace some of the iron that you might be missing. But they are a great solid for almost a whole meal themselves. How I bake sweet potatoes is I just cover the skin, of course wash them very good, cover the skin with a little bit of olive oil, put a little prick in the top and just bake them naked in either the sun oven or in the oven itself. And in about an hour, they're nice and soft and and squishy inside. You split them open, put a little bit of coconut oil or butter, tiny dab of brown sugar if you want, but definitely a dash of cinnamon. It's a great side dish. Most children will eat this without fussing because it's almost like a candy. And it's very filling and gives you exactly what you need during the colder days and the darker days of winter. Now turnips come in to season. Uh, A lot of leafy greens come into season as the weather gets colder. And there's good reason for that because the leaves are all a high source of vitamin A and K and folate, which is something that you usually get in uh, different parts of of the world during different climates. And you need it, again, when you're losing sun, when you have shorter days, when your body's not as active, you need all of these. The roots on a turnip 
are very high in vitamin C as well and fiber. Of course, if you're in the South, this is just a matter of chopping up the leaves, boiling them, um, and and the roots as well, little small cubes, and you eat them. They taste a lot like um, mustard leaves, and they are kind of dense and chewy, but they're a great side dish. But you may not be able to get your family past the fact that this is greens. So unless your family is already used to eating um, turnip greens or mustard greens or let's see, what other ones do we have here? We have all kinds of greens. You may not be able to get away with it. But if you like them, go ahead, get them and enjoy. Here's a tricky little food that comes into season every um, fall goes through the end of the year they're still in season August September October and November December so they're out there for quite a while and that's a pomegranate now I'm not talking about the palm juice that's been pasteurized it's had a lot of enzymes killed it's not got the fullest source of what your body needs as a real pomegranate but that little booger can be really tricky it's kind of tangy a little bit sour but it's extremely full of antioxidants. Um, the juice is really good for marinating things. You can put the seed little bodies that are harvested out of the harder, I was going to say candy shell, but the harder covering, toss them into salads and eat them. They're really good. Um, again, what is this high in? Vitamin C. You can pretty much count on when the weather starts to turn darker, drearier, colder, um, Things have been created to have vitamin C in them if it's in season. So here's here's what you do to uh, harvest or the goodies out of a pomegranate. That thing can really make a mess. One of the best things you can do is slice it down the middle and then slice those two halves in quarters. Take your quarter and submerge it into some water and just rub those little beadlets until they all float out. Do that with each of them. And then if you need to split your quarter one more time into eighths, do it again. And then strain all the little beadlets out. Try to be as gingerly as possible with them. Don't squeeze them into juice yet. But that way you can save each of them. I call them beadlets. They're seeds. Um, but that's one of the things that you can you can harvest them with. And then you can use them all over the place. Toss them in with chicken salad. Uh, put them on top of your regular salads. Put them on top of ice cream. Or a nice warm bread pudding or custard. So these are really easy things to make. Really uh, special. Just by using the little dabs of pomegranate. And it ups your vitamin C factor. Alright. I'm kind of in the dessert mode I guess. Because now I'm going to talk about dates. I am a fan of dates for replacing a lot of sugars. They're very low in fat, but high in fiber. They have a high source of potassium. And again, September through December, you've got dates coming out. So although it's a a Middle Eastern thing predominantly, you can make so many different things with dates. One of my favorite quick fix sweet tooth (laughs) salvations is to stuff an almond down in the center of a pitted date and eat it. A little bit of a crunch, a little bit of a protein, a good oil, and sweet. And it's really a fast fix. Probably two or three of these will curb my sweet tooth really quick. Doesn't take hardly any time. Of course, you can chop dates up and use them in every place you'd use a raisin, which we do that a lot because my daughter is not, one of my daughters, not a raisin fan um, at all. As a matter of fact, I think she'd freak out. 
but we replaced dates with uh, a lot of the things that call for raisins. You can put cream cheese down inside of them. You can stuff them with just about anything and eat it as a dessert. But they're also good on top of other things. They're great in oatmeal. Um, and you don't have to, you don't have to do too much to these. They're already a sweet addition to your other foods. You can turn them into a paste and replace a lot of your sugars with, um, date paste. Okay, one of my other favorites that is in season during September, but it actually goes into March, which is awesome for our area, um, is the little kiwi. I know, those fuzzy little round ball things that look like you should use it with a, a nine iron. It's actually a really good fruit. Um, I particularly am one that will peel them because I don't like the fuzz on the outside of it. But they're extremely high, again, in vitamin C, even more high in vitamin C than an orange is. And it has a lot of potassium and copper. Now, kiwis can be used in so many different ways. Dehydrating them is one way to make them last longer, but they are going to feel a little bit different. They're going to be a, a little bit leathery and not be quite so so tasty. But they can be chopped up and put in salads. Again, on top of desserts, they can be added to make a really nice um, tart with a nice cream cheese base and put around um, slices of strawberries and kiwis and bananas on top of that cream cheese base and just serve it raw. Um, they're really good when they're put inside uh, other tropical type fruits or mixed inside with other tropical type fruits like uh, pineapple or uh, mango because they have a light and um, tropical type of a flavor to them. But kiwis are really good to get and you can watch the prices drop this time of year. So why not buy things that the prices are dropping instead of the stuff that prices are going up? And I alluded to it before that citrus is in season during the fall and winter. However, if you don't live in uh, a state where they where they grow, obviously you are getting it trucked to you. So things like grapefruits, tangerines, oranges, these all are in season. It's not that they're um, being grown out of season and tried to keep fresh or picked way too early and tried to truck it to you, um, you know, later, these are actually in season if you can find them in your area. So if they're trucked into you, don't worry, they're probably still in season. Please be sure you're getting things that are organic as much as possible. But of course, we're not eating citrus peels too terribly often. It's not as big of a problem. You have of course, tangerines, I alluded to that, high in vitamin C. They have a high beta carotene. They're orange, just like your squashes and your pumpkins. High beta carotene, um, so it's very good for your your uh, skin and your eyes during these darker days. They have a great way of combining um, with other foods, such as dates. You can use them together to make... Um, different types of breads and dressings, different things in a salad to just lift up and remind everybody of that happy citrusy, you know, feeling that's coming soon. Even though these are uh, only available during the winter to through the early winter before 
spring comes, it's kind of a nice reminder. And the vitamin C is a great boost because it definitely uh, is something that you need in the winter. Grapefruits, again, are the same type of thing. They have a very high source of vitamin C. It's actually also a source of lycopene, which is in a tomato. These are, I'm talking about red, sorry, red grapefruits, because um, they are a really high antioxidant food for the winter. And grapefruits don't have to be all sour. You can definitely um, slice them up and mix them in with other things to just kind of tone down that little bit of a, of a bite. Um, and some of those things are, you can put them into a fruit salad, toss in a few marshmallows or um, some extra dates, <laughs> raisins if you like them, to just sweeten up the pot. And then that way you can still get the citrus that you like without maybe that that pucker up feeling that you get from some of the uh some of the tastes of grapefruit all right that just about finishes my list of favorite fruits and vegetables that are in season during the winter and hopefully you've gotten a few different ideas of how to use them one of my biggest things to encourage you with though is Go to the singular food items. Build what you can out of these singular foods that are going to be cheaper this time of year, that are higher in the nutrition your body needs this time of year, and try to steer away from those pre-boxed mixes, and your body is going to make it through the winter feeling better. You're going to feel that in your pocketbook as well, because you're not going to be spending out as much money when you're utilizing real whole fresh foods. Well, for now, this is Donna Miller. I'm signing off from the Back to Basics Kitchen, and I hope to have another show up again for you next Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Tune in then, and we'll see what we can do. Until next time, have fun and enjoy playing with your food. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Back to Basics Kitchen, sponsored by Miller's Greenhouse. Tune in next time for more fun with flavors, tried and true tips, and best of all, the permission to play with your food. 